Hallelujah. Galatians chapter 5. Galatians chapter 5. Let's see how God will help us. Galatians chapter 5 from verse 16. Our lead pastor, Pastor Fred, began with us last week to open to us the direction God wants us to move this uh, season. And we understood that the theme for this year is life in the Spirit or in the Holy Spirit. Life in the Holy Spirit. And then two scriptures were given. One of these scriptures, the first scripture is in Romans chapter 8, which says, as many that are led by what? Led by who? They are who? They are the sons of God. Then this is the second scripture. Galatians chapter 5 verse 6. He said, I say, then walk in the spirit and you shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. Walk in the spirit and you will not fulfill the lust of the flesh. And the Bible didn't allow us to be guessing what is this the lust of what is this flesh? What is this flesh? When you continue reading verse 17, he said, For the flesh, I don't want us to just move to uh, verse 19. You understand? Verse 19. He said, Now the works of the flesh are evident. Can you give me this scripture in uh, NLT? NLT? He said, the works of the flesh. Yes. He said, when you follow the desire of the sinful nature, he said, the results are very clear. You don't mistake in them. You understand? He said, sexual immorality, impurity, lustful pleasure. Verse 20. Idolatry, sorcery, hostility, quarreling, jealousy. Now, I'm, I'm concerned about this line because this is, is part of the things which I'm going to. Quarreling, you understand? Jealousy, outburst of anger. Already, Pastor Emma gave us a word, selfish ambition. You know, I don't know where this generation have learned. Go through all your Bible. Know any man of God, woman of God has ever lived for career. They only pursue their purpose, then in the process, then they do the career to sustain the, to support the vision. But when career is the one that dictates where you go, then after you have gone there, then you start to think, that is a carnal way of living. You understand? Many of us now are not concerned about what God wants us to do. Jesus, let me get to UK, let me get to America. Then after you have arrived there, then you're not thinking, okay, which one do I even go? What do I even do? That's a carnal way of living. Your vision, what God has called us, is the first thing that guides where we go, who we marry, what we do with our lives. Every other thing answer to this one. Every other thing. Now, quarreling, jealousy, envy, you understand? You see, people are not happy with themselves. 
once you see that kind of a person you know is living the what the fleshy life amen so what we'll be looking at today i'll just pick one let's move to 22 verse 22 he said but the fruit oh glory to god of the spirit he said is love but the holy spirit produces this kind of fruit in our lives that means if you carry the holy spirit if you are living in the in the holy spirit that is a life that the holy spirit produces that is when we see this thing we, we can be able to say ah ah this man is all mistaken this one is living the life the new life that's the life the holy spirit produces and he said that is not a mistake he said it's love when you read another it's not a mistake he said it's love when you read another ones those things that have been mentioned love joy peace whatever you understand they are the various expressions of love are we together various expression of love so the only bible said for the fruit not fruits for the fruit of the spirit is love joy they are all expression varied expression of love are we together so when we say you are a man of love we say you are a man of joy now what i will be talking today is the joy of the holy spirit the joy of the Holy Spirit. Now, we have already mentioned for many of us who are just graduating. You understand? There are a lot of things in our mind. Some of us have a lot of issues, depth to clear. A lot of problems we end. You just need to be human to have problems. You understand? You can't pray them out. You understand? You know, Pastor Fred started last week by telling us some things about the predictions of this year, recessions, right? Yes. In fact, I, I encountered one article that mentioned some of the things we are anticipating in this year. And they mentioned five things. They said eminent recession, stubborn inflation, you know, I don't know how they carve those words. <laughs> you understand? We still have COVID-19 in China. It's a China's COVID-19 because it's still, they are still not over with it. It's an energy crisis which we've seen as a result of the war. You understand? Geopolitical tension. Te te uh, 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 technology war. You know, there is geopolitical tension whether China will invade Taiwan and all that. Brother, you will face this. And as long as you are living on earth, you will see all kinds of things. So we are not surprised. It's not these things that informed us. Scriptures already have informed us that in this last day, this is how things will be. Amen. So it's not a surprise. It shouldn't be a surprise. But then, there's something that the advantage of the believer is an understanding of who he is. His position in Christ and the privileges he has in understanding just follow me let me take you something because I talked about the Holy Spirit John chapter 1 please follow me I'm going to do a, a quick overview John chapter 1 verse 32 
Now, while we do this Bible study, I want to teach us something else, uh, something here as we continue. Take every opportunity. Now, one of the important things in understanding scripture is reading the scriptures together. That is, you don't select scriptures here and there because no scripture has a life on its own. Are we together? It only has meaning and life when it is remain in the context. So when you, you, when you want to get the meaning of things, you have to read through. Even if when you don't understand something, don't just stop reading there and, and start ruminating. What did God say? What did God say? No, don't stop there. Just continue reading. As you keep reading, you will find the information about what you didn't understand earlier. Amen? Now verse 32. Well, let me start from verse nine, uh, 29. He said, the next day, John saw Jesus coming toward him and said, Behold, the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the whole world. He said, this is he of whom I said, After me comes a man who is preferred before me. For he was before me. Verse 31. I did not know him, but that he should be revealed to Israel. Therefore, I came baptizing with water. Please note this. Verse 31. He said, I did not recognize him as Messiah. He said, but I have been baptizing with water. That is the reason for baptism. I have been baptizing for water. The reason for the baptism is not for any other reason either than to identify Jesus. Please note this because I'm going to make some comments also early. I mean, as, as we continue. So he said this, and then verse 32, he said, and John bore this witness, and John bear this record, saying that I saw the Spirit descending from heaven like a dove, and it bore abode upon him. He said, like a dove. He said, like a dove. And I knew him not. So John didn't know Jesus. But he that sent me to baptize. We know why now God asked him to baptize. He said, he that sent me to baptize with water. He said, the same said unto me, upon whom thou shalt see the spirit descending. He said, and remaining on him. The same is he which baptized with the Holy Ghost. Just follow me. John chapter 3. Understand the spirit there. He's talking about the spirit. Baptized with the Holy Spirit. John chapter 3, verse 3. Let me start from verse 3. This is uh, with a conversation of Jesus with Nicodemus. He said, Jesus answered and said to him, Most assuredly, I say unto you, unless one is born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Verse 4. Nicodemus said to him, How can a man be born when he is old? Can he enter a second time into his mother's womb and be born? Verse 5, he said, Most assuredly, I say unto you, unless one is born of water and of the Spirit, he cannot enter the kingdom of God. Yet again, now we see something here. Now, when you read in the, just like I said, don't remove it. 
Jesus was not talking about anything baptism here. Are we together? So many people just say, eh, you have to be baptized. We have to be baptized. No, that's not what this place is saying. As I said, we will continue the reading. You will see what we are saying. Now, sometimes, which we will see. Please, I will, I will advise us to be, get connected to be on the, uh, uh, um, the cell meeting. The teachings that are going there is, is massive. Some of these things are going to are explained in the cell meetings. Amen? It said, in, in, as you read scripture, sometimes that word and, we know it in English to be a conjunction. But in the reading of scripture, in many places, does not mean a conjunction. It means a further explanation. So, if you read this place, it said, born of the water which is the spirit because it's using water symbolically here to depict the work of the spirit are we together he said the water which is the spirit amen now so remember what we are talking about eh? so that means the spirit is the one to regenerate you. Are we together? Amen. Okay. Now when you go forward. He said that which is born of the flesh is flesh. And that which is born of the spirit. Remember we are talking about the spirit now. We started when he was introduced. And John identified. We said the one who came is going to baptize with the Holy Spirit. Are we together? And now we see again the word baptism. Now we are seeing now the word born. Are we together? born by the spirit amen now when you move down you go to let's say john chapter 3 verse 16 you understand it's in the discussion for god so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believe in him should not perish but have everlasting life no not the word everlasting life we've seen different kind of word baptism by the spirit are we together born again by the spirit amen now we're seeing another word, everlasting life. And I want you to note that. Amen. John chapter 4. John chapter 4. Verse 13. John chapter 4, verse 13. And Jesus answered and said to her. This is the discussion between the Samaritan woman and Jesus at the well. He said, whosoever drink of this water will thirst again. He was referring to the water of the well. Are we together? Now he now said, verse 14, but whosoever drinks of the water again. Now look at it. Of the water. Remember we saw water in John chapter 3, verse 3. Now we are seeing Jesus talking that whoever drinks of this water that I shall give to him, right, will never thirst. But the water that I shall give will become in him a fountain of water springing up to what? Eternal life. Now, remember we, we saw in John chapter 3 verse 16, right? Now, we are seeing that now the spirit is responsible in giving eternal life. Are we together? Good. So let's move ahead quickly. John chapter 6. John chapter 6. Verse 63. 
Yes. He now said, it is the spirit who gives life. You see that? Life again. The spirit who gives life. He said, the flesh profited nothing. You have nothing to profit in the flesh. He said, the words I speak to you, they are spirit and they are life. Now, again, here again, they are spirit, they are what? Spirit, which is life. Are we together? Yes. They are spirit, which is what? Life. Yes. So, let's move again. John chapter 7. John chapter 7, verse 37. He said, on that last day, the great day of the feast, Jesus stood and cried out, saying, if anyone thirst, let him come to me and drink. Drink again. He who believes, that means that drinking he's talking about is referring to believing. Are we together? He said, who believed in me, as the scripture says, out of he, out of his heart. I, I like this translation. <laughs> you know, others said, out of his belly. Are we together? Out of his belly, this one said, out of his heart will flow rivers of living water. Now, as I said, when you are reading scripture, don't be weak. You understand? You are not reading encyclopedia of or English. Are we together? You have to read, let the word give its meaning by itself. This one is not telling about your belly. If truly you have so much water in your belly, you need to see a doctor. Are we together? But that's the truth. That's the truth. This is not talking about your belly. You have to continue reading. Verse 39. He said, but this, he spoke concerning the spirit. So the issue of the water, water and whatever, is not talking about in your belly. He's talking about the spirit. He said, this, he spoke concerning the spirit, whom those believing in him will receive. Are we together? Will receive. For the Holy Spirit was not yet given because Jesus Christ was not yet glorified. Another word there, glorified. Uh, what does that mean? But yet, before we even know, understand what that glorified means, we understand that First, he talks about the water coming from the belly. Now, he refers to the water as the spirit which will be given. Are we together? Now, that means the belly is talking about is talking about the glorification of Christ. He's talking about the in the resurrection. Hallelujah. Now, let's go back. What is this? Let's clarify that glorification. What does that mean? John chapter 12. John chapter 12. You see, you see how we are reading. You see, John, as you are keep reading, many things are becoming clearer. You don't need to infuse any idea into it because the scripture is explaining itself as you keep reading. John chapter 12, verse 23. He said, but Jesus answered them saying, the hour has come that the Son of Man should be glorified. You see that? So that glorification is talking about now he's there here to explain to us. The next verse, he said, Most assuredly I say unto you, unless a grain of wheat falls into the ground and dies, he said, it remains alone. But if it dies, it produces much grain. 
when you read down, Jesus is talking about his death. That's what glorification means. The spirit was not given yet because Christ has not been, he has not been glorified yet. That is, he has not died and resurrected. So it is his death and resurrection that the spirit will be released. Come with me. John chapter 14. Verse 16. He said, if anyone love me, my, if anyone love me, keep my commandment, and I will pray. I will pray the Father, and he will give you, he will give you another helper. Now, when you read this another, listen, when you read this another in the, in the, in the Greek, which we call, you understand, allos parakletos. That's, you understand? The same. Listen, listen, please. It's not talking about like, like I explained before, like Jesus is talking about the same, like him. He has been talking about what? We have been reading about the spirit Christ has been talking about. So he's trying to tell, what I have been telling you is the same person now I'm sending. You didn't understand what I'm saying. Did you get what I'm trying to say? That is, I am sending the one I have been telling you all this while I've been reading. is the same one I'm sending. Did you understand what I'm saying? Good. So, when you read down to, he said, the spirit of truth, verse 17, whom the world cannot receive because it never sees him, knows him. But you know him for he dwells with you and he will be where? He will be in you. I will not leave you like orphans. I will come to you. A little while, verse 19, Longer and the world will see me no more. But you will see me. Because I live. You will also live. At that day. That's another word again. Which day? <laughs> he said at that day. You will know. That I am in the father. And you in me. And I in you. And he who has my commandment. And keeps them. It is he who loves me. And he who loves me, I will be loved. What? Be loved by my father. Now, I want us to move from there. John chapter 16. John chapter 16, verse 16. Well, let me just start reading from verse from verse 19. And Jesus knew that they desired to ask him. And he said to them, are you inquiring among yourself about what I, I said? A little while and you will not see me. And, a little, and again, a little while. Remember what we read in, 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 in John 14. Verse 20. He said, most assuredly, I say to you that you will weep and lament, but the world will rejoice. And you will be sorrowful, 
but your sorrow your sorrow he said a little while your sorrow he said will be what will be turned into joy now he gave an analogy a woman when she's in labor her sorrow because her hour has come but as soon as she has given birth to the child she no longer remembers the anguish for the joy that a human being has been born into the world. Verse 22. Therefore, you now have sorrow, but I will see you again, and your heart will rejoice. When? You say, on that day. Which day? The resurrection. He said, and your joy, no one will take it away from you. No one. No one who despised you shall take away it. No one who treated you unfairly can take away this joy. Racism can't take this joy. Are you together with me? You understand? No one who tried to bully you or do whatever can take away this one. No one. No temptation. No troubles the devil can bring can take away this joy. He told them this. And in that day, verse 23, you will ask of me nothing. Most assuredly, I say to you, whatever you ask, whatever you ask in my name. You see, when you read here, you think it's just a blank check, whatever. You have to read. He has told them he's sending the spirit. Are we together? When they ask, you don't, it's childish. Please read, the, read it in context. Don't just be infused just because you see whatever. So it's uh, okay. Uh, I covet your wife in the name of Jesus. You see, all this carnal way. Yes. It, it was Andrew Womack that said concerning this. You understand? That one woman was praying for Kenneth Copeland to die for, I mean, uh, Gloria to die so that she said that it is her husband. <laughs> It's not whatever. The whatever is there already explained in scripture. Are we together? Amen. He said, Unto now you have asked nothing in my name. He said, Ask and you will receive that your joy will reveal. He said, Ask of this thing. Most of you here up to today, you have not asked that thing. You didn't ask it. He said, That your joy might be full. Hallelujah. Now, what am I trying to point you here to see? Is to see that at that day at the glorification everlasting life comes with the everlasting joy. The man that received eternal life also received with it eternal joy and that's why we are we read my sister read Galatians chapter what he said for the fruit of the spirit is love the first one he said he said joy that is a sign an evidence that a man is born again when you see a man moody that that man is living in the flesh the way to live listen that's why I told you you read there, it outlined to us what the activities of the flesh. Are we together? 
Some of it we see quarreling. Some of it we see envy, jealousy. Are we together? You see people moving as if they hit their nose. You get what I'm trying to say? That is walking in the flesh. It's not spiritual. You keep moving. Bless you, bro. That man is carnal. The way to know a man of the spirit. This is not a joy that is taken away by anything. It's in you. It's in you. The day you received the everlasting life, the day your, 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 your spirit was regenerated, that same day, what comes along with it also? Anakaposha is a joy. That's why I said the joy of the Holy Ghost. Are we together? The joy of what? The joy of the Holy Ghost. joy of the Holy Ghost this joy that I have is a joy of the Holy this joy oh that I have oh is a joy of the now listen listen let me just let me just finish something <laughs> hallelujah Romans chapter 5. Let me, clap. Let me put it in. Romans chapter 5, verse 5. Verse 1. Therefore, having been justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. He said, through whom we have access by faith into this grace in which we stand. I rejoice in hope of the glory of God. He said, and not only that, but we also glory in tribulation. Knowing that the tribulation produces perseverance. And the perseverance, character. And the character, hope. Now hope does not disappoint because the love of God has been poured out in our heart. By who? Who was given to us? Now I want to, if you are reading that place, you should know. Remember we read Galatians. He said, for the fruit of the spirit is love. In its various expression. Are we together? So when he said, the love of God is shared, are brought in your heart. What is also shared? The joy is shared, are brought in your heart. Amen. You, you, you understand what I'm saying? The joy is shared, are brought in your heart. It's not something tinkly. Do you understand what I'm saying? No, it's not some dots. Please, I want you to note this one again. Let's go back to that John. If you understand this, this is not determined by anything. People will be wondering and confused. When you hear that Paul is talking about that the man of the spirit cannot be understood, you don't get it. This is part of the things. When things are hard for many people and everybody expects the natural, uh, what do you call it? Some women will say, 
mood swing, mood whatever. You, you understand what I'm trying to say? Morning swing, whichever one they call it, or the wrong side of the bed. I don't understand. I don't even have that part of the bed. But the, 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 the point is that, the point I'm trying to say that, understanding your nature, what Christ has made of you. So when we said, live in the spirit, first, ah, yeah, let me show you something. Because you would think that it's only your spirit. Listen, first, the spirit of God produces something in your life as an indication that is there. Once your spirit is regenerated, it's a dancing spirit. It's a singing spirit. I will show you. Now, but then, not just only that, you should know that the spirit of God that you carry also, in itself also sings and dance. So when we say you are responding to the spirit, you are responding to him who is there. Did you understand what I'm saying? Now, please read this scripture with me. Zephaniah. Many people, since when did you read that book? Zephaniah chapter 3. Zephaniah chapter 3. Verse 15. It's between Haggai. Are we there all of us? Amen. I know most of us that are using phone will get there easily. That's why you won't do well in reading Bible. No, no, no. I'm, I'm telling you the truth. You understand? You can, you, it's good to use, I use, I use, uh, I use gadgets, you understand? But don't allow them to replace you. They will cheat you. You understand? You, you understand what I'm saying? It's a recently there's an AI we call uh, ChatGPT. Many people are, are happy about it. In fact, some people already have done malpractice. I saw the news. You understand? And that's the problem. That's why when Pastor Costin was saying that about CV, I was also praying in my heart that so that all of you that are graduating, I hope you have not dashed money to these people and carry an empty head. Because that's what is happening. These days, I'm all for excellence, but I, I have disdain upon the emphasis we make on grades and not on education. I have great disdain about it. Is killing our nation, is killing our people very, very well. And including is affecting people in the church. That's why when you call some certain books, it's difficult for some people to open because they don't even know whether it exists in the Bible. Because you have not been reading your Bible. Because it's easier just to get. Don't you know that when you develop some kind of, you know, you know that it's a Bible, when they say, open to this one, if they give you your Bible, you can open it fast. Did you understand what I'm saying? Hallelujah. Zephaniah chapter 3 verse 14. Sing, O daughter of Zion. Shout, O Israel. Be glad and rejoice with all your heart. He said, O daughter of Jerusalem, the Lord has taken away your judgment. He has cast out your enemy. The king of Israel, the Lord is, your, is in your midst. You shall see disaster no more. Now listen. In that day, which day? Monday, Monday, which day is he referring to? Ha, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you, you forgot the reading we read? He's talking about the resurrection. 
He said, in that day, it shall be set of Jerusalem. Do not fear. Zion, let not your hand be weak. The Lord, your God, in your midst, the mighty one will save you. He will rejoice over you with gladness. He will quiet you with his love. He will rejoice over you with singing. This is not you singing. This is him singing. Anaka. <laughs> this is him singing. So when we said you are led by the spirit, when we say it's life in the spirit, it means you are responding to him that lives in you. Because the spirit you carry is a singing one. The one you carry is the one that rejoices over you. Are we together? Let's see of Jesus. Luke chapter 10. Luke chapter 10. Ah. You have to learn to respond to the Spirit. Luke chapter 10, verse 20. He said, Nevertheless, do not rejoice in this, that the spirits are subject to you, but rather rejoice. Because your names are written in heaven. Verse 21. He said, In that hour, Jesus rejoiced in the spirit and said, <laughs> Listen, you know the picture that we are given when during the passion of Christ, you know, it's like one Jesus who is uh, he was crying when he's about to say, um, you got what I'm trying to say. So most of us didn't get the, the distance very well. You understand? Jesus rejoiced. Ha, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, let me show you another one so that you don't think that it's only this one. Amen. Peter says something in Acts chapter 2. Please, let's go there. And he quoted from the Psalms. You understand? He quoted from the Psalms. You understand? Second uh, Peter chapter 2. You understand? Verse 24. Let me start from verse 23. He said, Him being delivered by the, by the determined purpose and the foreknowledge of God, you have taken by the lawless hand and have crucified and put to death whom God raised having loosed the pains of death because it was not possible that he should be held by it. Verse 25, he said, for David said, concerning him, for I saw the Lord always before my face. He said, he is at my right hand and I may not be shaken. Therefore, my heart rejoiced and my tongue was glad. Moreover, my flesh also will rest in hope for I will not leave my soul in Hades. Nor will you allow your Holy One to see corruption. You have made known to me the ways of life. You will make me full of joy in your presence. He's talking about Christ. You know, when we think about when he go to Hades, it's as if he was lying there just like that until the day he came out. You understand? Know, until the day he came out. That's how he was lying. No. 
he rejoiced before he went to the grave. You understand? In the grave, he was rejoiced. Now, which get up? Before death could not hold him captive, even in the grave, on Jesus' love, even in the grave. Jesus is love. Hebrews chapter 12. I want you to see that the Lord in you is a rejoicing Lord. Hebrews chapter 12. You know this one scripture again. You know for a long time I quoted this scripture wrongly. I'm telling you. Therefore we also verse, two, verse 1 of chapter 12 since we are all surrounded by a so great cloud of witness, let us lay aside every weight and the things which so easily ensnare us. He said, let us run with endurance the race that is set before us. Now listen, this word set before us, I want you to note it. This is not saying that the race is somewhere at the top. Somewhere at the top, you are looking at it. No, it's talking about what you are doing. Do you understand what I'm saying? Now, if you understand that now, read the next verse. You understand? Looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him. For the joy that was set before. It's not something ahead. I, you know, before I used to read it as if it was like a goal somewhere else. Then Jesus was just looking at it and coming. And in the other say, are we going to reach there? Are we going to? No, 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 no. Brother, as you are graduating, most of us that are here, one key to your survival, to your fruitfulness, to your endurance, is living in joy. It's living in joy. So as you go, this is not something you import from inside. This is not coming because you have a degree. This is not coming because you have a car. This is something in you. Respond to the Holy Spirit in you. That is living the life in the Spirit. That is living the life in the Spirit. That is what? Living the life in the Spirit. Let me show you the effect of this. Philippians chapter 1. I want us to just do some, some crazy things. Forget about that depth. Whether you worry about it or don't worry about it, nothing will change. No, sir. Jesus said, you won't add anything to your life by worrying. You know, sir. Why can't you respond to the Spirit? You know, sir. So if I see you tomorrow, I said, are you born again? You say, yes. I say, show me. <laughs> don't, don't tell me, sir. What do you mean? <laughs> Amen. Yes, are we there? Philippians chapter 1, verse 9. Yes, and this I pray that your love may abound still more and more. When I say love abounds still more and more, what is it also saying? 
that your joy abound more and more in knowledge and in all discernment. The next verse. He said that you may approve the things that are excellent. Listen. Your discernment, your mental, uh, uh, I mean, way of assessing things will be tempered when you live in flesh. In other words, when you live a moody life. When your love abound more and more, what it means also is that when your joy abound more and more, you'll be able to approve, that is to discern, that with the things that are excellent. You understand? Your sense of judgment will be heightened. Remember those times when you are worried about things. Have you ever think anything productive? He said you'll be able to assess, approve, that you may be able to be sincere without offense. You know why many of us are offended? You can't be productive in the Christian life with offense. You are moving everywhere. You have issues with everybody, with your country, with everyone. If I check you, that's why you go on social media, that, that, that is a stupid man. You are offended by everybody. Complain everywhere. How can you be productive like that? Offense. He said, without offense till the day of Jesus. You want to live out of offense? I respond to the spirit. That's the spirit in you. Can you stand up? So when we say life, life in the spirit, we also means the joy of the spirit. We also means the joy of the spirit. So most of you have agreed that I have received eternal life, but you have not accepted that you have received eternal joy. What you have been living, you are living a carnal life. And that's why Galatians 4, 6 said, walk in the spirit. And you will not do what? You will not gratify the desires of the flesh. The desire of the flesh is for you to be moody. It's for you to be worrying. He said, but respond to the spirit. You understand? Please, uh, choir, can you help me with this song, please? I, I have joy, 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 oh.